Hey, hey, Rebels. Do you ever associate marketing with running a scam? After all, we've seen some pretty epic marketing scams in the past few years. And hey, Firefest, I'm totally looking at you. Marketing that feels scammy is usually full of hype, overblown promises that are too good to be true. People still fall for it because they want to believe. And when marketing feels scammy, it can hold us back from promoting our own businesses because we don't want to be associated with any of that. But what if your marketing could be different? What if your marketing valued heart over hype? And that's exactly what my guest, Nicole Hernandez's Three Word Rebellion is all about. On this episode of the podcast, Nicole and I discuss some of the biggest marketing blunders in the recent past. And we talk about companies who sacrifice short-term gains to follow their values and stay true to their customers and their own heart and how those companies win in the end. And before we dive into this conversation, I want to tell you a little bit about Nicole. She is a marketing and leadership strategist for ambitious, heart-led creators and entrepreneurs. Through her consulting services, she helps clients uniquely articulate their brand through digital initiatives and client interactions so they can win the hearts of their best customers, optimize revenue opportunities, and land dreamy brand partnerships and secure top-tier press like the New York Times, USA Today, and Wall Street Journal. Nicole is also the host of the Daring Kind podcast, which I've been a guest on, where she's activating compassionate people into courageous changemakers and leaders through the power of play and daring action. So if you value marketing your business with a lot of heart over all the hype, you don't want to miss this episode. Welcome to the Rebel Rising Podcast, where business owners, speakers, and entrepreneurs have real conversations about making the journey to becoming the next generation of thought leaders and influencers. This is the place to take a stand in your industry, get messy with your message, slay your mindset demons, and grow a profitable business that allows you to make a bigger impact while doing more good. Here's your host, the instigator of Three Word Rebellion, Dr. Michelle Mazur. Hi, Nicole. Welcome to the Rebel Rising Podcast. I'm so thrilled to have you on the show. Hi, Michelle. I'm so excited to be here. Ooh, we're going to have such a good conversation about marketing. I cannot wait. <laughs> we really are. I am so excited to talk about this topic and just reveal so much here. Yes. So tell us a little bit about yourself and what your three-word rebellion is. Sure. So I'm Nicole Hernandez, as you stated, and I'm the founder and chief storyteller of Pink, the, like the color, Pink Graffiti, which is a brand storytelling agency based in New York City. I help my clients get fame, fortune, and raving fans by choosing to run their business through my three-word rebellion, which is heart over hype. Ooh, I love it. Heart over hype. So with that kind of three-word rebellion, 
I know where we're going, but what are you rebelling against? Yeah. So I think the problem really is that we've confused hype and scam with marketing. I want to just say that again, we have confused hype with marketing. Marketing is not hype. And it's so funny because when I sometimes introduce myself or when other people that are in the marketing and sales field introduce themselves to people at parties, you kind of get this micro expression of disgust sometimes. And it's because people associate marketing with this scam. What I would like to tell people is that marketing is absolutely not that. And if you are saying that you hate marketing, it's because you don't actually hate marketing. You actually hate the hype. You hate all the scam that surrounds it that's been misaligned with marketing. Yeah. So can you give us a couple of examples of like the hype scam marketing that you're seeing out there? Yeah. So let's actually break down what hype really means. Okay. So hype is deception and lies. It is forced and contrived. It's dehumanizing. Mm -hmm. So when we disengage and we lessen our personal responsibility for our actions and behaviors, moving from a place of fear and scarcity, and also bottom line, we're just self-serving. Let me give you a couple of examples. You probably know these pretty well. So let's start with one of our favorites, Donald Trump and, <laughs> yeah, and Trump University. So as you probably know, Donald Trump was issued by court to pay $25 million in restitution for Trump University. And it was a real estate school that was to teach his secret real estate you know, tactics. People signed up. There was a very aggressive upselling involved. They did not see the results that were promised. There was a big overpromise of what it could actually deliver, and it just didn't deliver on that. Yeah. Um, so that is one. The other one that you might have heard of recently, and especially if you watch Netflix, you've probably heard over the Fry about the Fry Festival. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So this is really. A sad story. I mean, I think the guys who started this really were interested in creating something really fun and engaging, but they did it from a place of just let me just create all this buzz without considering what's really involved in running a festival. So, mm. uh, you know, imagine for these people that were first introduced to the Fry Festival and they were scrolling through their Instagram feeds and they're seeing all these orange posts from their favorite influencers and they're like, hmm, what's going on here? Let me check and see. Let me look into this a little bit more. So it enticed and created some curiosity. Well, next thing you know, there is a video of Jarul and Bella Hadid, and they're promoting this festival with all these models and like made it look so exclusive on this private island in Bahamas. And then you know, the guys got involved with Kendall Jenner, mm -hmm. and you know she's known to charge up to $250,000 for a post. So they, yeah, they hired her to announce the lineup. So, you know, from a marketing perspective, they created a lot of buzz. They got the awareness out there. But what started to happen is they had spent all this money on creating that buzz, creating that interest in their festival that they really forgot to focus on the basics. Like, <laughs> how do I take care of the humans when they actually arrive to this festival? How are we going to feed them? 
How are you going to provide shelter? So they kept tapping back into the customer base to upsell them on luxury accommodations for luxury experiences. And people were spending anywhere from $500 to $100,000 for this festival. They arrived to this island in the Bahamas. And imagine there's just this music playing out of speakers. There's nobody on stage. You're served cheese sandwiches and you're sleeping in FEMA tents. <laughs> yeah, I mean, not a luxury experience. Not a luxury experience at all. They actually created like this space where these people came and they were in survival mode. People were stealing water, stealing food, stealing tents, pillows, anything they could grab because they didn't know how long they were going to be stuck there. It just created such chaos. And it wasn't just, he didn't just, Billy McFarlane was the person who led this and he didn't just affect the people that attended. He, then all of his vendors that had signed up to help him, this one woman particular who was working on the F&B. She was doling out, serving the food, helping the workers while they were there. She had gotten you know, all of her vendors then to buy in to help her without paying them first because she was waiting on her check. Well, when she didn't get paid, she still had to deal with all the other vendors that she was working with. And she said, there's nothing else I can do but to take my life savings of $50,000 and pay out these vendors mm -hmm. so that she could keep her business running within the island. Can you imagine what that must have felt like for her to work so hard throughout her life, start her business, and then have to dole it out because someone was really irresponsible? Oh my gosh. And you know, it's like with hype marketing, what I'm hearing, and I think this is why exactly why marketing gets a bad name. It's like you put all of your cachet into building up the buzz about the fire festival or Trump University. And at the end of the day, neither of those things delivered to the people who bought into the experience, to the vendors who believed in the people who were putting the event on or who believe in Trump University. Mm -hmm. It just doesn't deliver. And then there's this assumption that happens that all marketing is just like that. It's all just hype and uh, I'm not going to do it. Yes, that's the assumption. So I actually want to break down the way that I define marketing. Mm -hmm. Marketing in two parts. So market, which is a body of existing or potential buyers for a specific good or service. And then the ing, that suffix, it mm -hmm. implies action. It implies a state of being. So for me, marketing is the practice of showing up to be of service to mm -hmm. a specific set of humans and trying to solve their problem or fulfill a desire for them. Yeah. In my mind, marketing is a practice. It's just like a practice of law, a practice of medicine, a practice of yoga. So I think we have to reclaim the purity and the integrity of this practice. Yeah. And it's about the people because with hype marketing, I feel like you're not seen as a person. You're seen as a dollar sign. Like, oh, I'm a walking dollar sign. But what you're saying with how you look at marketing, it's really about people first. Absolutely. It's the act of service. For a human, we are using a lot of dehumanizing language, even in digital marketing. Like we're talking about the funnel, we're talking about leads, clicks, and conversion. 
not really realizing the kind of language that we're using that enables us to take really bad actions and really like shameful action against humans that are wanting to just you know, solve their problems. Yeah. They just want to figure it out, do better, you know, have a better business, have a better life, whatever that end goal is. And we're thinking about them as how many clicks have I gotten on this link and how many leads are in my funnel? And yeah, yeah it takes all of the humanity out of marketing. It does. Mm. So with that in mind, what change do you want to create in the world? Yeah. So as I mentioned, marketing should be an act of service. Mm -hmm. And so for me, it's about when businesses choose heart over hype, they're also choosing a long-term strategy to win hearts before wallets. It's about humanizing. It's about creating connection and developing relationships, solving problems, you know, mm -hmm. and also coming to fulfill desires of their clientele. Yes. Yes. And it feels there's so much integrity and intention behind it versus like, how many people can I get in this funnel? <laughs> exactly. And so, you know, one of the practices is just follow the golden rule, do mm -hmm. unto others as, as you would have them do unto you. Yeah. And when we work from that place of being kind, doing no harm, we're staying on our mission, right? We're working through integrity. We make money. We can also have fun. Yeah. And we can feel good. And we, I think it also makes it easier to show up and market what you do because it's no longer about, oh, I've got to make money. It's, oh, I've got to talk about this because I'm being of service. If people don't know about this, I can't be of service. Exactly. So instead of deception, we're choosing transparency. Mm -hmm. Instead of being forceful and contriving, <laughs> you know, imagine when you go to buy a car and someone's like, if you buy before the end of the day, I'm going to give you $1,000 off. And you're like, oh, I don't want to get this car. I'm not sure. If we weren't in that situation, what if we just came to it from a place of alignment mm -hmm. and filling it out? You know, what is that feels so much better to us. And I would imagine it feels so much better to the person at the other end that's trying to make that sale or to sell you yeah. the car. So what's a great story of someone who used heart marketing versus the hype marketing? Oh my gosh. Well, you know what? I think it's time we tell more of these stories. So let me tell yes. you about a company called Branch Basics. And I've fell in love with this company. I was so intrigued by their story of coming to their business from heart over hype, from starting with integrity that I couldn't help but buy them. What it is, is it's a non-toxic house cleaner and you can use it on everything in your bathroom, your toilets, you know, clean the kitchen. And what had happened is they first started their business and they had had a private label formulator come in and create this formula for them. They set the rules. We just want to make sure it's non-toxic. Mm -hmm. So they had the formula. They started selling it. People loved it. They had about 30,000 people on their email list. They started to really inquire about what exactly was in this formula. They wanted more information. And the person who was created this, you know, the private label formulator kept hiding this information from them. They finally got their hands on it and realized that there was a synthetic that was 
in the formula. Now, the synthetic wasn't toxic, but it was not aligned with what they were saying to their customer base. So get this, because this is the craziest, the best story of integrity. They stopped selling their products. Wow. They, yeah, can you imagine? A lot of people would just say, okay, let me put this on sell and sell we'll it fix out. it. Yeah, yeah. On the back end, no big deal. Yeah. So they stopped selling their product. They sent an email to those 30,000 people to say, we're stopping production. We don't want to sell this, even though the toxology report shows that it's non-toxic. And they had to let staff go. They let about 10 people go and they had to figure out a way to pay their own bills. Yeah. But during this time, because they wanted to figure out a new formula that could actually work. And so it took them more than a hundred formulas before they found the one. And it was more than a year had passed. And then they finally found the right one. Now their product has been amazing. I mean, the results that came out of telling the story of integrity has gotten them so much fanfare, has won them so much trust. They have been featured in Well and Good, O Magazine. Mm. Architectural Digest. I mean, they're all over the place. And look, I'm sharing them with you right now and your audience. So yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, and it shows what happens when you're playing the long game, because I feel like a lot of, especially in the online world, they're playing the short game, right? It's all about the next sale. But this company was playing the long game. They saw their long-term strategy, and they knew that they would be better served by staying in alignment with their values and taking the short-term loss than undermining their trust and their integrity that people have placed in them. Mm -hmm. And it paid off amazingly. Big time. Big time. I mean, they have more press now than they did back then. That just allowed them to then increase their awareness it's word of mouth now. Like they've got all the pieces of a true thriving business instilled in them because they came from that place of choosing heart over hype. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that's the power for everyone who's listening. When you start choosing heart over hype, you're putting your people first. You're embracing transparency, which is amazing. And just letting people like, hey, this is what's going on with us right now. We wanted you to know we're working to fix the problem and we'll let you know when our products are available again. People resonate with that because they're like, oh, wow, they have my best interest in mind. Yes. It's so remarkable that someone has my, that a business has my best interests in mind. Mm-hmm. I'm sold for life. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think anytime we can work with, whether it's a service provider or, you know, purchase from a brand that has that kind of integrity and really does put the customer and the client at the center of it all, it makes a huge difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So one final question for you. If everyone acted on your three-word rebellion of heart over hype, how would the world change? I mean, mass utopia. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so I, you know, I really think what would happen is you know, we, we come from this place. We've had this, this saying in our culture, nice guys finish last. Mm-hmm. And I think when we start choosing hard over hype, nice guys and gals finish first. And what happens when we, they finish first, when we shift 
money into the hands of people that are doing the right thing, that are natural givers and natural connectors. Just imagine how that money can just soar throughout our economy. It can also affect people that have problems that may not be able to, that might be solved by nonprofits that and those people are going to give to those nonprofits. Like imagine we can help the homeless situation. Imagine how we could help you know people that are facing um drug addiction. There's so many things, so many areas that can be helped when we get money into the hands of people that want to do good in the world. Mm. And I truly believe that we can have financial gain and we can do good at the same time. Yes. It's funny. I was just speaking at an event last week and my opening was all about how well-resourced women change the world. Because when we are doing business with the heart over hype philosophy, it's now not just about lining our pockets and getting as much money as possible and corporate greed. It's about becoming well-resourced. So yes, that we can give back to you know charities that we want to support, causes we want to support. We can hire other people for our business and help mm-hmm. them grow, prosper, and thrive. And I think that's, for me, like a huge long-term ramification when you actually become more service-oriented and intentional and in alignment with your marketing. Yes, absolutely. That is the vision I have for the world. I love it. I love it. And it makes marketing less scary and less sleazy so that the people who are amazing at what they do and have good businesses can go out and find more people to do business with, which is what I, yes. what I want. Yes, right? I mean, if you had an option in every industry or multiple options within every category of businesses that were doing the right thing, that were showing up with intention and integrity, it would make the decision for you so much easier. Oh, absolutely. Yes, I know what I would choose every single day of the week. (laughs) (laughs) So Nicole, tell us where people can find you. Sure. You can find me at pinkgraffiti.co. Awesome. And you're also on Instagram, right? I am on Instagram. Yes. Thank you for reminding me. Uh (laughs) Instagram. It's ms, as in miss, dot Nicole Hernandez. Awesome. Thank you so much, Nicole, for being on the Rebel Rising podcast. And I really want each person to take away that marketing doesn't have to be scammy or hypey. It can have a lot of heart and a lot of intention. So thank you so much for sharing heart over hype. Oh my gosh. Thank you for allowing for this place to tell these stories. I desperately thank you. (laughs) You are so welcome. Thank you so much for listening to The Rebel Rising Podcast. If you enjoy the show and find it valuable, please rate and review us on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. When you leave us a review, you help more people find the show. For more information on working with me on your three-word rebellion messaging or your keynote speech and speaker marketing, go to drmichellemazur.com. See you next time, Rebel Riser.